Good morning on this Monday morning, and welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Winning the battle of our mind. How important is that? Understanding that the battleground is in our mind, and understanding that the enemy understands and knows that it is in that one area, then we, if we do not understand and know that, we will be mistaken in how we deal with our enemy. If the battleground and the battlefield is in our mind, then we must know what are the weapons, what are the strategies, what are the unique skills that are needed and required for the battle of our mind. Now, in understanding, there's a lot of books that have been written out there, Christian books concerning the battle of the mind. All you have to do is go online and type in battle of the mind and all sorts of material will pop up. But in understanding it, we have to understand as born-again Christians, as believers in Christ Jesus, our entire life has changed. It says, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. He's a new species, a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things are made new. And verse 18 says that, and all these things come from God. In other words, everything new that has proceeded, everything new that we are now and that belongs to us in our lives has come from God himself. And because it has got come from God himself, then that means it is not natural. It is not of this earth. It is supernatural. It is spiritual. It is powerful. Let's look at it again. Therefore, if any man be in Christ in 1 Corinthians 5.17, that is the key. If any man be in Christ. We were in Adam before. We were in Adam because of the nature that was sent down and given to us because of the fall. But when we're born again, we are in Christ. It says he is a new creature. He is a new creation. Uh, He is literally no longer the entire person that he was before, but he has been made new. And of course, we have to understand that in in the... chronology of things it means that it is something new with respect to age Uh, we, we are no longer what we were before we are a new creature old things have passed away which includes the way that we thought the way that we think the the way that we look at things in the natural the way that we understand and formulate ideas in the natural, which most of it is because of what we feel, touch, hear, smell, uh, sense. In other words, all of these things come because of the, of the five senses of the flesh. There may be a little bit that comes because of so-called knowledge that we have. But the things that God looks at, the God deals with those things are eternal those things are invisible it's always the end of a thing to the beginning of a thing that God looks at he sees the complete picture
Therefore, because he sees the complete picture, he knows and understands if we're on the right or wrong path. The way that we think about these things is going to affect us. So all, all old things are passed away. Behold, things are become new. And once again, it has been made different. Uh, if any man, if any man, Christ, if any man comes to Christ, the, the scripture says, uh, for as many as received him, to them gave him the power. He gave them the power, the authority, the exousia. To become sons of God. While everything becomes new. And in verse 18 it says. All things are of God. All things are of God. Who has reconciled us to himself. By Jesus Christ. And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So there is in the battle of the mind. An understanding that things are not as business as usual. Something has changed. And if we're going to walk together in this new life with Christ, if we're going to walk together with God, if we're going to walk together with the Holy Spirit in our lives, then we have to understand that it can only be because there is an agreement an agreement where we are in our thinking, in our walk, in our spiritual being, agreeing with God in every facet of what He is. Now, the scripture says that God is light. According to the book of 1 John, God is light. Well, if He is light, then we cannot be walking or thinking or living or doing that which is in darkness. The reason being that light and darkness have absolutely no agreement. When we read the scriptures in, uh, uh, in the book of uh, 2 Corinthians and the book of 1 Corinthians concerning that we are the temple of God, it, it says in 2 Corinthians 6.16, What agreement has the temple of God with idols? And the answer would be none. For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I will be their God. They shall be my people. Now, in understanding that, then we begin to realize that there are many things in our lives that cannot continue the same way that they were before we came to Christ. And before we came to him, we did things according to certain patterns, according to certain ways. But in verse 14 of that same chapter, that's a couple of verses up, it says, Be not unequally yoked together. There's that word again. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Well, do not be unequally yoked together. Together means not just that you're in the same place. Uh, you're in the same spot, but it means that you are actually associated with. There is a certain unity. Well, if there's going to be a unity between us and God, uh, we have to understand where this unity is coming from. Jesus himself 
when he was praying in the garden, uh, excuse me, when he was uh, uh, doing his priestly prayer, he prayed, Father, I pray that they be one as you and I are one. This is talking about a union, a unity between the two individuals. Jesus walked as one with God because they were, and I'm, I'm going to use the word very carefully, they were yoked together. In other words, they were one another, uh, a reflection of, literally. Jesus thought only the thoughts that the Father gave him, and the Father gave unto Jesus all the thoughts that would agree, and all the thinking that would agree, and all the words that would agree, with what his plan and purpose was in Christ Jesus. So there was never any distinction that was made in that while Jesus does his own thing, the Heavenly Father does his thing. But each one did exactly what the other needed and required to be done. So for us as believers to walk together, can two walk together except they agree? To be unequally yoked, together. Jesus said, if you're going to be yoked with me, you're going to learn of me. You're going to learn that I am meek. You're going to learn that I am different. You're going to learn that even though the burden may be heavy, I'll be able to carry it. So do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what communion, what fellowship, uh, what participation, what things in common does righteousness have with unrighteousness? And then, here's the clincher. And what communion, what fellowship, what koinonia, what partnership, what communication is there in common between light and darkness? And the answer, once again, is going to be none. God is light, according to the first book of John. God is light. And if God is light, that means that there is no darkness in him whatsoever. And if there's no darkness in him, and we're going to walk with him, then that means there must be no darkness in us. Now, let's look at it. In 1 John 1.3, it says, That which we have seen and heard... We declare unto you that you may also have fellowship with us. See, the apostles wanted those that were being written to to understand that they could partake of the fellowship that they had been partaking of. And that fellowship, it says, and truly our fellowship is with, with the Father and with His Son. He says, and just like we have partaken taken of the fellowship of the Father and the Son, you can partake of that fellowship also. That, that, that is actually amazing what he is saying, that we can have the same fellowship that they have experienced with the resurrected Lord. Not only the resurrected Lord, the fellowship that they had when he walked on this earth, and they said, this fellowship is going to be something that you experience in the Spirit. 
It's not going to be a fellowship that you experience uh, simply in the natural because Jesus is no longer in the flesh here on earth. We know him only in Christ, meaning as the resurrected Lord. Now, in verse number four, he writes and he says, And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. Verse number five. This then is the message which we have heard of him. This is what we have heard. This is what our mind has been captivated by. This is what our ears have literally taken in. And this is what we declare unto you, that God is light. And in him is no darkness. If we're going to walk together with him, if we're going to be in union with him, if we're going to be in unity with him, there can be no darkness in us either. Now, here's something fascinating. As we walk in the light, God is holy. Then we will also be walking in his holiness. And as we walk in his holiness, we begin to partake of the glory of God that is in Christ Jesus that begins to transform us into his very image. So we go from one glory, one level of glory, to another level of glory, and we are being changed. Yet on the outside, we may look like we're still the same, like nothing has really happened. But on the inside, our spirit not only is renewed, it is transformed into his image. And as we are transformed into his image, we begin to partake of his very divine nature. The divine nature of God is he is holy. And without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. See, it's not going to be, you know, by, by, by the things I eat, the things I wear, the things that I do that is going to make me holy. But it's going to be by partaking of his holiness as we're walking in agreement with God. Because God is light. But God is also holy. And as we have fellowship with him, we open the door to him. He comes and dines with us, and then he brings us over to dine with him, and we are interconnected in that we partake of one another's lives. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. So much more I want to cover with you. But join us on Tuesday as we look at the scripture. But until then, keep looking up. Both our Redeemer and redemption draweth near. And the Lord richly and fully bless you, and may he keep you during the times that we live in. Amen.